Welcome to Become. I'm so happy you're here. I am your cheerleader and guide to become more, more authentic in how you operate your business, career, and life. More hopeful about achieving your goals, more aligned with your gifts and amazing abilities, more freedom filled with happiness and contentment. Your human design chart is beautiful, and that means you are beautiful. Your human design chart has special gifts, and that means you have special gifts. Each episode, I share how you can operate to have more authenticity, more hope, more alignment, and more freedom. Let's start becoming more. Koenig here, helping you to have a powerful, purposeful, profitable uh, business through your utilizing your human design, your innate gifts, the gifts that you were born with. And each person was born with gifts. Sometimes we don't recognize our gifts or whether they're under the surface or they're under layers or we haven't leaned into them. So I was just uh, finished up a human design reading, a chart reading, and talking to the client and she's like, I see saw some of this in me, but I didn't know if this was really mine, if this was my gift or my strength. And I was like, it is yours. And so when we look at our human design chart, we give it ourselves an opportunity to see our strengths, to allow our mind not to say, hey, I don't know if you have that or not, you know, but the chart tells our mind, hey, this is what our soul's gift is. And we can utilize that to have a more powerful, profitable, purposeful boss um, and be a boss within that space. So I'm really excited today. We have a manifesting generator on today and her name is Barbara Imachek. And she is an international LinkedIn trainer, business coach and consultant, mentor and speaker. And she supports her clients throughout the world and their ability to grow and profit from their business, which is what we're all here to do. So I would love to you to um, welcome Barbara on today. Hey, Barbara. Hey, Courtney. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone watching. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so excited to have this conversation and share insights onto your chart, to share the beauty that is within your chart and the power that you have. Um, but before we jump into that, you're an MG. So um, and tell us your manifesting generator, but tell us where you're coming to us from the, um, well, where are you headed to? Oh, I'm actually from Slovenia in Europe from a really nice medieval coastal town, just two hours away from Venice, uh, mm. by boat or by, uh, by car. So, uh, for those of you who've been there, you know, uh, you're welcome to join, uh, us here, me, uh, visit Slovenia. Courtney said she's going, she, she wants to visit it. So I hope she does. And I hope to meet her soon. Uh, that's it. That's amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah. I was um, telling you about my son who has met, he's memorized really like all the countries around the world. And Slovenia is the one, his top choice to go to. And I was like, Oh, this is perfect. He's going to be so excited that I interviewed you today. Um, <laughs> so tell us, um, before we jump into this, I'd love to just to get to know the coaches that are on. Tell us, um, do you have a favorite book or a show that you've been watching or reading lately? 
Actually, my favorite book all time is uh, Joseph Murphy's The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Ooh. You know, it was referred to me by a clairvoyant or a person. Once I really fed, felt bad, I felt like I needed to find someone, you know, to read my fortune. And I find someone, found someone online. And when I, it was something uh, boy related. You know, and uh, instead of him giving me a reading, he told me that he suggests I read this book, you know, oh. and I was still regularly employed at that time. And the next day I called in sick because I purchased the, this book. I called in sick. I didn't finish it. I had to read it, you know, and since then it's been like two decades since then that book has always been with me it's the only book i don't lend to anyone you know it's always my book and whenever i feel something i don't feel like myself you know or the some energies are around me that are not mine i just open the book it doesn't matter where and i always get the right answer oh that's beautiful that's amazing i love that that's yeah. awesome um now if you what's your favorite place to travel to Ooh, know, one of my favorite uh, places it's London. Oh. But if we go for country, it's Thailand or Bali because it's green, it's really nice. The nature there is nice. You know, maybe it reminds me of Slovenia, you know, because we have the green, we have a lot of uh, woods here, we have the sea, and it's the same there. So maybe it reminds me of that. But the culture is different, you know. But otherwise, you know. I like people. So wherever I get to experience people, locals, I love to travel. Oh, that sounds, Bali is on my list too. Like I want to do yoga in Bali and I just feel like my world is complete. <laughs> we went to Bali just for one day when I was in Thailand. Oh. And I was bored because I was on Phuket off season. There was nothing to do. And I was like 10 miles from the airport. And I was just I just looked online if there are any planes to Bali. So I went just there for, let's say, for a cup of coffee. I, I spent a few hours there, you know, but just to feel the energy. It was great. So it's still on my bucket list to go there a bit longer. <laughs> a bit longer than a few hours. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it is. It's like energy of these places, you know, yes. tapping into it. And that's what human design is doing. It's really harnessing the energy that we have within us and being intentional about um, what we do with that energy, you know? So in human design, um, it there are five energy types. So it breaks it down initially by that. And we I love to coach within those energy types first. That's where I always say, hey, we're, this is what we're going to look at first. And from that, we gain so much knowledge and so much application of what we can do next within our lives and in our business. And so you're a manifesting generator, and that's one of the energy types. And one of your amazing powers that you have is you're a multitasking master. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait. You're laughing at that. So tell me more. <laughs> yes, I'm multitasker, a PhD. You know, <laughs> I, I cannot do one thing. I always have to do several things at once. And that's beautiful because you can, you know. So multitasking is your thing, and it should be your thing. You know, you can focus on a lot of different moving pieces and parts. And from that way, you get the quickest end to um, the quickest pathway to the end result, right? 
by doing those multitasking. So often in business, we hear or we see like quotes like multitasking is wrong, you know, stop multitasking, just focus. And for you as an MG, I want you to kick those to the curb because those thoughts and those patterns are not for you. So remember, human design is really building patterns for you because um, life and business is just not one box, you know, mm-hmm. not every person fits into this one box is so personalized and beautiful. So um, you're just, as you multitask, you get this impressive um, motion as you find your speed. So you're going to find your speed through multitasking and you can get more done than most people. Um, you're a really speedy creator. Okay. You can create, you can have kind of this vision and then create it really fast. So, but with being an MG and all my clients are MGs, they're like, this is great. But sometimes the greatest thing can also be a kind of a curse, not a curse, but you know, like I know a hardship, you know? So is it a challenge for you to slow down and to be present and to be kind of mindful, you know? Um, is that a challenge? Yes, it is. Honestly, it is, you know, because every time uh, coming from what you said, you know, the quote, you know, multitasking, it's not okay. I try to do a list, you know, I have a list, things to do. And I try to just do once and finish one thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not me because I, I start procrastinating then, you know. Yes. You know, and, and instead of finishing it, I get overwhelmed and I don't do anything. Yes. Right. Yes. So in those circumstances, being an MG, you're going to start with um, when you're like feeling kind of, uh, you know, start with something that's pulling at you, that's gravitating towards you, something that's passionate that you're towards. And it might not be that thing, but you'll circle back to that thing when you have the ability to do so and you have greater energy to do so. So, um, so it's okay if that thing gets put off a little bit, but, um, but utilize your great energy and know that you're going to come back around to it and it's going to, um, serve you better just to kind of bounce around and not force yourself to do things. Do you, does that kind of make sense? Yes, it makes sense because, you know, when I have five things on my to-do list and I work a bit on every of them, it energizes me. It gives me power, you know. When I want to finish one because, you know, people say you focus, then you are more productive, I get the opposite. My productivity, it's non-existent and it could be days that I don't finish anything. Yes. Yeah. So you kick that to the curb because that's for someone, that's another energy type. Yeah. You're done with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so another part of your chart that's just so beautiful and um, is all your energy centers. So on your chart, there's that triangle with the person in there. Mm-hmm. And there's all those um, different points on that person. They look like chakras, right? Um, and human design has chakras and their chakras each have a job that they do. Now on your human design chart, there are white um, centers of those chakras um, and those are undefined, which means you do not have um, those gifts all the time, but there's centers on there that are defined and they're colored in. And those colored in centers mean you have these gifts all the time. 
all the time you have these gifts and you can utilize and lean on to that when you're in a moment where you're like, Oh, I'm not quite sure. Or I am feeling, um, off or something like that, or, or you're like stepping into a new, um, offer or, or whatever that is. Okay. So, um, this is your defined centers are the throat, which is communication and manifestation. You have that power. So utilizing speaking, um, talking to your clients, messaging. <laughs> okay. Tell me what, what are you thinking? I'm laughing because, you know, I always had this mindset. Uh, I, I cannot teach. I cannot speak. I cannot do public speaking, you know, and honestly, uh, when I was in high school, you know, I was the one who was uh, the speaker at every event we would have. And then something happened when I went to the uni uh, and I blocked myself, you know, and for 30 years, if I had to publicly speak, you know, uh, I would start choking. Uh, my father committed suicide, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. it was such an experience. You know, I inter my subconscious interpreted it as uh, he left me, you know, even my father doesn't didn't love me, you know, and it took me, I think it was three years, four years ago that I have a person helping me go through it, you know, and then I started public speaking, teaching talking to clients before that, if you would put me like this, you know, I would be like, yeah, I could no, I, I would speak like that. Wow. Yeah. All the trauma was getting stuck. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, I, I couldn't. And even, you know, when I was at the union, we would have to present a paper in front mm -hmm. of the class. It was like, you know, I would start shaking. I would get all uh, red, you know, and I couldn't speak and I would speak really at the low voice. No one would hear me. And I would speak so fast just yeah. to get off the stage as soon as possible. Wow. How did you feel like, so you have this kind of, um, you flip the script on that. How do you feel, um, how did you feel then without being able to speak? And how do you feel now? Oh, now I feel great. At that time, you know, my interpretation was just, you know, maybe, okay, it's, uh, I don't feel good about myself, you know, because me being overweight, I related to that, you know, maybe I don't feel like people judging me, you know, but uh, it was something completely different, you know, and I had one session with one of the therapists that uh, addressed my inner child, you know, and gave me an, uh, an exercise to do. And like in three days, I was able to start publicly speaking again. So, yeah. And now I don't have a problem, you know, and one of the things is also, you know, you're not sure about the subject. Maybe uh, it also the imposter syndrome kicked in, you know, maybe I'm not good enough, you know, the, oh, you know, who am I to talk to others? You know, all these uh, justifications would come to mind, you know, on the other hand, it was just my subconscious interpreted something in a way it knew, you know, that that protected me at the time. And it didn't do me any good. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, and now that you're speaking all the time, because you're coaching clients all the time um, and you're doing speaking events, how do you feel after you, you speak and you coach? I love it. You know, I feel empowered because uh, usually my uh, when I speak, I give a lot of value, you know, and I love it when people can use something I speak about 
you know, and I love it even more when they give me feedback, when they send me a message or something, that because of something I told them, uh, I spoke about, they got either a new client or they made a progress in their business, whatever, you know. So it's, it's just amazing, you know, and I think, okay, why was I blocking myself for so long? But maybe it just wasn't the time. Yeah, well, and it's all a journey, you know, and yeah. now um, as you're, you know, you have this global business and as you're coaching, um, I always like before I step into a coaching session or a live or things, I think of my gifts or I, or I smell something really good or I listen to a song that's really empowering, you know, but this is something you can do too. You can know, like, I have the gift of communication and manifestation. I can step into this. And then just let it flow. And when those gifts are unleashed, more power comes into your your soul. And it's like you embrace it. So embracing that is um, is beautiful. And and it helps us to feel um, more in tune and and with ease and with calm and clarity as too as well. So um, on your chart, you also have the heart center. The heart center is defined, and that's willpower. So you have the willpower to make things happen. Um, you have the sacral power, um, to, which is your energy. So you have all this energy to do all these things that you're wanting to do, that you're wanting to um, bring in your practice. And then you have the spleen. The spleen is intuition. Now, um, its job is to say, hey, this is the direction to go. So not listening to your mind, taking your mind out of it and listening to your intuition. Um, and so how, uh, and you have, we're going to go into intuition more and more, but um, how have you developed this trust in yourself um, as you developed your coaching program and your worldwide um, coaching practices? So uh, it starts with the health condition I had in 2007. Mm -hmm. You know, I had deep vein thrombosis and pulmonary embolism, which I attracted, you know. I've been in a relationship for years that was two weeks were was okay, two weeks we were off not speaking, you know. So, and uh, thrombosis, it's a blockage in your vein, in your uh, circulation. So it was this thing. And at that time by accidents or by chance, you know, I was in Germany uh, when it happened. And when I was preparing to go to Germany, I was preparing a lot of, uh, at that time we still had iPods, you know, oh. a lot of uh, uh, audio materials. And amongst them was Louise Hay, healing, uh, living wisdom, loving life, something and heal your body. And interestingly, because in the mornings I would have sessions because I went to study German there. So I would uh, I was in classes uh, till noon, and then the rest of the day was free. And I like to get lost in the places I am. And every day I would listen to Louise Hay. And every day I would come across, even though I had more than one hundred hours of materials to listen to, but there mm -hmm. was this: what is a this is? This is it's an imbalance in your life, you know? And what do people do when they are faced with a disease? Instead of embracing it and accepting it, they start to fight it, yes. you know? Yeah. So when I got this, uh, 
at the diagnosis after a week because I thought, you know, I had a blister on my foot and now it's sore and that's why my my leg was basically really hard, you know. But then I said, okay, let's go to the ER, you know, and it was uh, that. And then I said, okay, that's the situation, now what? And then I realized that what I was thinking, feeling and saying was not in, in synchrony, you know. It was... Uh, I would uh, act out of impulse. I would say something. The next minute I was sorry, you know, but like a broken glass, when, once you break it, you cannot unbreak it, you know. Things can go back to there, but they're not always the same. And this was the realization that something was not okay. So I started changing after that. That was the thing that got me to personal growth, to spirituality a bit more, you know. And everything then followed, you know, and before that, I was really, you know, because of my father's death and also my childhood, I lived in an abusive, my father was an alcoholic, you know, my mother was a workaholic, this wasn't my father's first suicide attempt, you know, Uh, so I, I would save him twice before. And you build up walls, you know, and because I built up walls when I was working in corporate, I was really a mental person, you know, because I could control things through that. I wouldn't let feelings get to me. You know, I would even engage in relationships with married men, you know, because I wouldn't let anyone get close to me. You Uh, would pull off. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't mean mean that I didn't hurt, you know, but that yeah. was how my mind and i was a completely mental person uh, processing everything through mind until deep vein thrombosis and then i said okay you know something's not working here because i attracted this because of that you know and then a lot of literature came to me came mm. to me you know i came across maybe i started noticing it you know and there was this you know uh, try to find the balance between the heart and your mind. Right. And then I also started doing energy painting. I started meditation because if you would ask, tell me a few years before that, that I would meditate in my life, you know, I would tell you you're crazy because I wasn't that kind of person. Right. So, for an MG, for all your energy, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to get in yeah. that space. You have to really practice presence and being calm. Yeah. And, you know, then I started noticing changes, you know, when I would uh, make a decision out of my heart, it was a great decision, you know, it brought me great results, you know, and then I said, and also the manifestation, you know, people call me witch, you know, because many times I say things and then they just happen. Yeah. I cannot do it and uh, because I, I think I'm blocking myself on some uh, fields, but Many times, you know, I just mention a thing and it happens and people are just like, how? It's just the way it is, you know. But I had to learn it. I had to grow, go through the process of being completely a mental person, you know, uh, realizing it's not working because it wasn't bringing results and learning to trust my heart or intuition or whatever. Yes, yes. And did you, so in your path to become... um, a coach, a business coach, and um, help people with their LinkedIn and all those um, things. Did you use your intuition to guide you through that process? Yeah, like- I did. Uh, honestly, I did because when I first started, you know, uh, 
I, I was learning LinkedIn two years before I decided to make it a business, you know. I would get every possible course available. Then I would ask friends and family if they I could work, uh, help them on their profiles and help them with strategies, you know, everything for free. And then uh, I started uh, my first, uh, first courses, live courses, you know, teaching people in January before March when the world uh, actually closed down, you know? COVID, yes. Yeah. But on the other hand, the world opened up. And I don't know how, but I got invited to an, a pitch from an international corporation present in 30 countries. And I got that pitch and I trained that corporation. You know, I don't know how I got to them. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, I trusted my guts, you know, and I said, okay, there was this, would you like to prepare an offer and would you like to come present me? There, there will be 10 people from around Europe, you know. Okay, let's do it. That is you so know? beautiful. And people talk all the time in business about making things happen, right? Yeah. But what we don't address is this intuition and following that intuition that's leading us in the right way. And so oftentimes we block it. So of course, we're trying to make things happen our way. But if we just allow that intuition to come forward, it's going to bring those things in. And it's honestly, we don't have to do much. We just have to put out good work and be ready and available and be listening to what's the next step, be guided through that. And your chart is all about intuition. So the more you lean into this, the more your business is going to expand. So there's a channel on your chart um, coming from the spleen to the sacral. Um, so the spleen again is intuition and the sacral is energy. And so a channel is another flavor of our personality, another utilization of gifts that we can um, lean into. And so this is the channel of power. Now, I always tell everybody, like I pull your chart before, like I, my gift as a projector, which is another energy type, is to really see people and to feel people. I have a lot of open centers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can really feel different waves of, of intuition and emotion and all these things. So um, I just feel what the chart is trying to tell me. And the chart was like, intuition, intuition, intuition the whole time. So, um, but this is the uh, channel of power. And this is embracing the power of now. You have the power to bring about change. You have, you're swift and decisive into action when you're following that intuition. So lean into that and you empower people towards achieving their goals. Yes. So how have you seen this power as you um, have been coaching your clients throughout the world? Honestly, you know, I believe in them when they don't believe in themselves, mm. you know, and uh, then I would get feedbacks from my clients. You give me wings to fly. Oh, you know, because I show them ways. Many times people think business is complicated because they don't know how to approach it. Many times people think LinkedIn is my passion. You know, it's really become my passion. Uh, and uh, business coaching and consulting, it's something I'm really good at. But LinkedIn is my passion. And what really empowers me, it's seeing people I work with succeed. You know, but it was really interesting because... When I would ask people, you know, why do they like working with me? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the difference between me and other people they work with, uh, you know? And then they would go, you know, you make it sound so easy. You show ways to make it easy, you know? And 
you give us give me wings to fly and i was okay that's great that's beautiful that is really um oh that's beautiful um because it is it sometimes people overcomplicate things well honestly i, I think that too. honestly i do it too you know Yes, and sometimes we just have to go back into our childhood and think about a, like a child, you know, because because they don't know complications, they just know things how to do it, you know. But yes, and they don't overthink it. Again, going back to the brain, let's kick the yeah. brain to the curb, you know. Don't overthink things. Just have fun and be creative with the process and enjoy the process. And especially as an MG, the more you're passionate, you're working in your passion, the more you're going to share that energy as a gift with other people and empower them to see you can do this too. You know, it's a yeah. beautiful gift that you give. Um, there's one more part on your chart that I wanted to share with you. And it is, um, let me go over here. Um, oh yes. Okay. So it's um, your 4426 channel. Again, a channel is that um, part that from the spleen, this one is from the spleen to the heart. It's that line that goes all the way across. It's colored in. And um, this is your, it's the energy of sales and presentation. So um, you have this intuitive awareness of how to move an idea into form. You have this influential energy about you. And, and you create this sales process that is um, easy, but also um, inspiring to mm -hmm. others. And so um, how in your LinkedIn coaching, like how does this um, play out? How, have you, how did you, how do you see this? I honestly don't sell, you know, I attract, you know, I show the solutions, you know, I remember that because I always said, if you will uh, uh, send me to sell something, I will fail because <laughs> in my mind, I'm not a seller, yes. you know? But I remember when I was still working for an uh, advertising agency in the past, you know, uh, and I was an account director, my boss would say, you know, you're the best seller I've ever had. And I was like, how come, you know? And he said, <laughs> you know, every, every time you go visit a client, you come back with new projects. And I said, yes, but I showed them what else we could do together and what, how it could benefit them. You know, I just didn't interpret it as sales strategy. You know, it's, I was trying to show them other options. And I do the same with LinkedIn, you know. Uh, I start talking with people and uh, they talk, tell me what their goals are, where they want to go, you know. Then uh, the ben my benefit or my advantage is also that I'm also a business coach and consultant because many times when people approach me to work with LinkedIn, the thing is they don't have the basics of business in place, you know. They don't know who their ideal clients are. They don't know about their messaging and everything. And even though we work on LinkedIn, we cover everything because, you know, in order for you to be successful on LinkedIn, you have to know who you are going to address and how do you want to position yourself? You know, many times people have this challenge because they know so many things. It was a challenge also for me because I remember my first banner, I would put in keywords everything I did, you know. So uh, I was like, when I looked at it a few months after that, and I was, come on, you have more than 20 years of experience in marketing and you prepare a something like you didn't work a single day in marketing. You know? <laughs> So even when I teach LinkedIn, 
You know, I also teach uh, how to approach clients, you know, how to approach prospects, but in a way that at the end, they will ask my clients, what do they do? You know, because when someone asks you what you do, you are much closer to closing a deal than when you are pitching yourself. Yes, right. And you have this ability and you've curated this ability. Um, it's a gift and a strength of yours. And that you're flipping around and you're teaching people how to do the same thing is really beautiful. So um, I just um, have loved our conversation today. This has been so beautiful. Just such great insights into your gifts and your strengths using your chart and things that you can lean into even more. And um, that intuition is is going to be your guidepost. It's going to be your compass um, and going to guide you forever. And and just know you're, when you feel that, you're going in the right direction. I would love to, before we get out, jump um, jump off, I just want, for other people who have this intuition, they have this spleen, um, and yours is really curated. You have like three channels coming off of it, three gates as well, which all means, you know, um, it's almost like a spotlight is shown on this. But so oftentimes we don't understand what does a yes feel like with intuition or what does a no feel like? Do you have any um, verbiage around like, what does a yes feel like for you? So honestly, I say if things go straightforward, if there is something I'm thinking about, uh, let me say when I purchased my first car, you know, uh, I wasn't gonna purchase my car. We went to the car dealership because we were looking for a new car for my mom. And I saw a test car driving by. It was some limited edition car, you know, and I saw that car and I just pointed at it and I said, I want this car. And they were looking at me like that, you know, you are buying cars like going by to buy a loaf of bread or something. So <laughs> they said, I cannot get it because it, it's a test car. Okay, when can I get it, you know? And they didn't believe me, you know? Uh -huh. And in this January, I bought my third car, you know, it's the car served me. I didn't have any problems for six years. And then I sold it to my best friend and she drove it for another six or seven years, you know, so it was really a nice car. So I bought the second one the same way. The, then this year I, I changed the mark of the car, you know, the make of the car. And I, I was uh, looking around and. In January, we had a problem because there is a shortage of car supply already, you know. Yeah, so I yeah. was looking for the cars that were available to get uh, immediately, you know. Yes. And, you know, because there was this, uh, I got a nice offer on a cash option. I would go to the bank. I would withdraw money, you know. So I went to the car dealership with $20,000, you know. And they were like, I, I came to buy, buy this car. And are you not going to take it to a test drive? No. <laughs> Come on, I want to pay for it, but you cannot pay with cash. You, you gave me a cash pra, pra, uh, price, you know, and they were, yeah, but you, you have to make money transfer. So I had to go back to my bank, so to deposit the bank money again, you know, uh, to buy this car. But it was the same, you know, I felt the car, I saw it online, I decided, mm -hmm. and it was like that, you know. And let me give you an example when I didn't listen to my intuition. Yes. So, um, so one thing, let me just break that down just a little as people have this defined spleen um, and they're trying to listen to this intuition, but overthinking things and everybody, um, I know how that goes, um, is you, it didn't make sense mentally, 
but you could feel it. I, and I could even see you when you were talking about the car, you were leaning in. Yeah. So I think looking for those physical, like, yeses, like I'm leaning in, it feels right. It doesn't make sense, but that's okay. You know, that's okay for it not to make sense, you know? So, okay. Go into your, what did, when you did it. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, in March, I decided I'm going to expand my team. Yeah. So there is this uh, program here in Slovenia where you can actually get someone from the unemployment office that has the skills you need to come work for you for three months just to test them. It's like a test period and the unemployment office is paying them, you know. So I was really lucky. I got a man and uh, he's working with me now, but I took another person in, you know, and the thing is before that, uh, before the start, before they sign a contract, they have to do the medical exam. And there were so many problems already with her medical chart being transferred from her doctor to that, you know, it took a month and a half and I already forgot it. But my friend reminded me that I told her, you know, who knows what the universe is trying to tell me with it, you know, because it wasn't going smoothly with the guy. It went smoothly. And like in two weeks, he was already working for me here. It wasn't going smoothly, you know. So after almost a month and a half, she got through the process and she started working on June 1st, you know. And in the first two weeks, I saw she wasn't the right fit for me. You know, yeah, I saw it. But then I said, okay, Barbara, maybe you didn't give her clear instructions, you know. Mm -hmm. She deserves another chance, you know. Maybe you are used to doing things. Uh, 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 you cannot expect from people to do things the way you do it, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe you should lower things a bit, you know. And, okay, I gave her another chance. And she was raining my energy for two months. Oh, and I was so lucky because two days ago she told me she's uh, quitting the program. Oh my goodness! Yes. Like, oh, I was, I was uh, just, you know, listen. If things don't go, you know, straightforward. If anything is coming, if you ask yourself any question about the thing, you know, and if I uh, get this question again the day after stop it this is not the right thing for you or, or it will take you much more energy time effort to finish that thing it doesn't matter i could have finished the the contract we had you know but uh honestly in the past two months it drained me so much so my productivity level was non-existent Yes. Well, and as an MD, that doesn't feel good because you have this vision, you have this energy that you want to um, go forward and move forward and produce. And it's disconnect. It feels like um, being stuck in traffic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're stuck in traffic and you can't get out. And, and so using that intuition, letting it be your guide, taking the mind out of it is the way to go. Um, and that's a mile marker or road sign like okay i know your mind's thinking this but we're not going to pay attention to that sign yeah. we're going to pay attention to the sign that's in here that's saying yes um it's all gonna this is the direction you need to go in because it will all work out in the end um and it will be beautiful so barbara if um i would love for you to share where people can um coach with you where they can connect what you got coming up so uh, they can look me up on social media. I'm on Facebook, 
Barbara Imanchek. You can they can find me on LinkedIn. I have a Facebook group, How to LinkedIn with Barbara, where I answer all the questions you may have. I go live. I it's a group that is dedicated uh, to LinkedIn, so everyone can join uh, if you they want to learn more about it. Uh, they are welcome. You know, there is no promotion there. I'm not promoting my services there. So uh, no sales. It's a sales-free zone. And just because people don't understand LinkedIn, you know, a lot of people, they don't understand it. Uh, and then they approach it the wrong way. So I decided this is my, let's say, the 10% I'm giving back to people. Uh, so that's it. I have several programs, you know, uh, I offer a LinkedIn profile setup on and or optimization. Uh, I run a 12 week program, which is winning the game of LinkedIn in just 20 minutes per day, because that's all it takes to get massive results in four to 12 weeks. Oh, that's and awesome. Now, yeah, it is. It really is. When you know how to do it, right, uh, you get massive results. I started with unemployed people. And the ones who uh, used the strategy I taught them, uh, they would get a new job offer uh, within four weeks on average. So it's a great result to when approaching, right? And what I like most, and because uh, many times uh, I already mentioned people uh, come join me, uh, start working with me, and then don't have the basics of business, you know, set up. So I like to work one-on-one -on -one. and uh, I have a calendar link that people where I can schedule a, a game changer call to see what their goals are, you know, because it depends how much time are you willing to dedicate to something and then your, and what your goals are. And then the strategy uh, depends on that, you know, so uh, they can uh, schedule a call with me. It's available on my LinkedIn link, uh, you know, and uh, uh, we can discuss LinkedIn, it's a free call, you know, and usually after that, people decide whether they want to work, whether they are willing to commit, because honestly, if you take a coach, it's a commitment and they have to follow through, you know, I can teach, I can support, I can be uh, there uh, to monitor them, you know, accountability body, but I cannot do the work for them. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. And we'll get all those um, links and put those out so people can find those easily. And um, thank you, Barbara, so much for being on. And thank you for sharing your beautiful chart and your beautiful power that you have. So, so grateful to have you on today. Thank you very much. And thank you for confirming that I have to lean on my uh, intuition, you know, because that was the thing that sometimes my mind would still go, okay, but... Thank you. It's a really great aha moment for me. Oh, thank you, Barbara. Thank you. All right. We'll see you later. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for being a part of this episode. I so appreciate you connecting with me. Screenshot this episode and put it up in your stories and make sure you tag Courtney Koenig and then I can shout you out as well. Please subscribe to get every episode and rate this podcast and write a review. I love hearing from you. Check out the show notes for more ways that we can connect and work together. Let's rise to thrive.